Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up everybody? This is Marshall Couture also known as Plex and Hip Hop Circles of MarshMakesArt.com and you're listening to the Escape Artist Podcast. I'm back. (laughs) As I said I would be the beginning of September. Um, A little late, not sure exactly when this episode will get up. Sometime this week um, I was supposed to get it out by yesterday, which was Monday. Today's Tuesday. It's possible I might get it out today, but uh, if not, it should be out sometime this week. (laughs) But you'll know when you listen to this, I guess, if it's out or not, because because you'll be listening to it. Sorry for the burp. (laughs) So, how's everybody doing? I'm doing all right. It's been a summer. (laughs) Uh, kind of took the summer off from the podcast, not from working, um, the plan was to focus on painting, and as you can probably guess, uh, I did do that a lot, (laughs) but I did, I kind of, again, switched gears as I always do. (laughs) If there's anything you can count on me for, it's to switch gears, (laughs) Unfortunately, it's uh, not something I'm happy about. Obviously, you guys have heard <laughs> how uh, how I've struggled with these kinds of things um, with my art and everything. But uh, you know, it is what it is, and uh, you know, I'm always like on the fence of whether I should like embrace that kind of change type of thing or should I try to focus (laughs) and so I don't know I guess what my solution is is what I'm going to be talking about today Um, but let's see I guess I'll start going through just uh, how my summer was I'd love to know how your summer was Um, were you able to stay productive Um, and all that I hope so Uh, let's see, so, basically, I started out pretty good, I was doing those paintings every Thursday for a while, um, and I, really strongly, I kept going, and, um, you know, I still did a bunch, a few decent amount of paintings after I stopped the podcast, I put the the podcast on hiatus, um, but, uh, it did end up falling off in the last... I'd say month or so, August, basically, Um, and so what happened, well, first I'll talk about what I was doing before that was, uh, you know, I was just kept doing the watercolor painting, I was really trying to build up to uh, get a new camera, 
which didn't happen as far as money. I was actually making a little money um, with my art. I was uh, putting the stuff up on eBay, um, like littler stuff, little paintings and stuff, or little, you know, tiny pieces of art for the most part. And, uh, you know, I was getting sales here and there, and I actually sold almost everything that I put up there. Um, but, I mean, the prices that I sold them at was just, like, ridiculously low. And I was, like, kind of okay with that. You know, I heard Jeff Lafferty talking about how he, in some ways, doesn't didn't mind. Like, he, he obviously knows he should sell, be able to sell his stuff for more, but, you know, people don't reach deep enough into their pockets. Um, his stuff is definitely worth way more. Um, but he also said at times that he kind of likes, even if it goes cheap, he's kind of satisfied with that, um, and he's happy that somebody's enjoying it in their home and stuff, which I kind of agree with, you know, it's like at least people are into it and, you know, you know, maybe can kind of build off of that, you know, so that's kind of how I was looking at it. But, I mean, my stuff was selling for way cheaper than his stuff, like, to the point where, you know, after, after um, you know, shipping, I was still able to, you know, do okay and have a bit of a profit. But, um, but before shipping, but, but what happened was then there's, like, all these other charges on eBay that they don't tell you about or maybe it's, it's probably in you know, the technical, whatever, like, the, the things you sign up for, the agreements, or whatever, the contracts, or, I'm sure it's there somewhere on the site, but it's not, like, obvious that there's all these other fees, and it's, like, so then, you know, I'm, like, okay, I'm doing all right, I mean, it it does, it is kind of, um, I'm lucky, because, like, the thing is, is when you post, it says whether there's fees or not, So I'm like, every time it would say there's no fees, you know what I mean? And then, like, come to find out there were other fees. So I don't know what they're talking about. There's no fees. It doesn't make any sense, you know? So there's, like, probably some weird technicality that makes it right or whatever for them. But then, you know, so it's like, okay, like, I'm barely making a profit, but at least I'm making a little something, um, you know, after the shipping is done. Um, But then once I got the fees, it was like oh, now I really just didn't make any profit. Like, I mean, still I was making maybe a little bit of profit, but is it worth the effort even, you know? It's not. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So it's just it's just dumb. And I talked to another, my friend Mike Villad, who does a lot of eBay stuff, not necessarily art, but he does, like, um, you know, he sells, like, a lot of his games and things that, he's collected through the years, and, uh, so, and he's like, yeah, the fees are ridiculous and stuff, and it's like, it screwed him on a few occasions, so, you know, and I'm sure other people have had that, and I I do believe there is, it is possible to have success on eBay, but kind of after that happened, it was discouraging, and I wasn't making any more money. And 
you know, it was just frustrating. <laughs> so anyways, that didn't make me stop doing the art, though. I was just like, whatever, um, you know, I think I'll set up, you know, focus more on either Patreon or um, maybe get into Etsy and stuff like that again and try that because at least I know up front how much I have to pay. You know, it's like 20 cents a listing or something like that. So... Which which does add up, but at least I know, you know, what I'm looking at. And I can look at that all the time and, and be, you know, see if I'm turning a profit or not type of thing. So, that was that. Um, so, the other thing that happened that was really exciting, and I was going to maybe do another podcast you know, during this hiatus time, and I was really planning on at least getting one out, because it was, I was excited about Meerkat, but yeah, that was like the big thing that happened this, this summer was Meerkat, um, I got into that, which if you don't know, it's a, um, it's a way where you can stream video on your phone, and there's also Periscope, which is pretty popular as well, um, and just a little, tiny history if you don't know um basically periscope and meerkat are like competitors and meerkat was all set up with the uh social graph on twitter meaning they were connected in a way where like if you said something on uh, meerkat it always went to twitter and also like if you followed somebody on meerkat it would follow on twitter and you know everything was all connected but then Twitter bought Periscope and cut off Meerkat from that the social graph. Um, so now, you know, all that stuff doesn't necessarily happen. Some of it does, but it's really wonky how it works and doesn't work sometimes. So whatever, that was a little frustrating how that was happening. But anyways, like Meerkat, I still stuck with Meerkat, though, because <clears throat> there's so, to me, in my opinion... Meerkat is more, like, oriented towards actually having interaction with people, whereas in Periscope, like, it's all about the comments. With Meerkat, like, the comments go and you respond to the comment as you're drawing or talking or whatever people do, you know. Um, And not all people do respond or care, but most people do. Um, It's definitely more geared towards that. And there's definitely, like, a Meerkat family. Like, there's a lot of people who frequent each other's uh, streams, some people, there's a lot of people who don't stream, and they just watch, you know, um, so, you know, that's cool, too, and, so I was really working that, um, oh, but Periscope, the reason why Periscope isn't so good with the community stuff, because there's really a community on, on Meerkat, um, crap, this freaking stupid thing, Uh, my GPS isn't plugged in, so it turned off on me, okay, all set, (laughs) sorry guys, so Periscope, the reason why, why, the thing with Periscope is it's like hip and cool, and like, the people, like the interface kind of looks, it looks better, but there's some functionality that kind of sucks. 
but it still it does kind of look sleeker and stuff. Also, a lot of more famous people have gotten into Periscope and than on Meerkat, so there's kind of a interesting hype to it. Um, but I still I don't I still don't really love it, you know. Every I mean I still go on there. I'm not like um, dedicated only to Meerkat. Like I'm not like that's not all I care about or anything, but. Um, every time I go on Periscope and either watch or, like, I streamed once or or maybe twice, and, um, you know, it was just like, eh, I don't know. I wasn't really digging it because the biggest thing that I don't like is the comments fade away, you know, so you can't, like, scroll back, like on Meerkat, you can scroll through the comments if you missed them and make sure you caught up to everybody and responded to everybody. So there's like a definitely a back and forth type of situation. And um so on Periscope, you know, it fades away. So if you miss it, you miss it, you know, and it sucks as a as somebody watching too because I look forward like when you comment you're, you know, on Meerkat, you look forward to hearing what somebody has to say about what you just commented on. And that's the thing that's awesome about Meerkat is, you know, first of all, it built my Twitter followers up, like, ridiculous amounts so quickly, which was kind of cool, which, I mean, what does that matter? I don't know. <laughs> I did get uh, one sale through it through the whole time I was really focusing on it. Um... And I was doing it, like, I was streaming, like, at least, like, two or three times every day. Um, so, you know, I was really getting stuff out there. But uh, it just goes to show you, like, even in that situation, I did have people say, you know, they wanted to buy stuff, but then they didn't buy stuff. Um, so, you know, no, I ha actually, I got two sales. I got a print sale and an original art sale as well. So that was cool, you know. Um, and I think it is worth doing, you know. Some people might be a little more successful than others. There was a guy on there who um, makes signs and stuff. And he was making, like, meerkat signs for people to put up in their streams and whatnot. So I thought that was cool. And he was making a lot of money with that. So he was really cool. And there's other people, same thing. Some people were making T-shirts and you know, so <clears throat> I was kind of trying to do the same thing, but, you know, the demand for art, <laughs> there is none, really. It's non-existent. Um, there's zero demand for art. Maybe negative demand for art. <laughs> for Unless you become somebody super famous or whatever, and then there's a demand for it. But that's more on the entertainment thing. That's like the celebrity type of move, you know, and even, like, I think of, like, Jim Mahfoud, like, there's obviously, like, a demand for his art, and would you think of him as a celebrity? No, not really, but that's still, it's still that, that type of model, um, and I think it's interesting, so, um, Just trying to switch into the lane here, another lane here. 
So here we go. Actually, I gotta switch over a few lanes. It's like this odd part of the city where it's just like you just gotta like switch all the way across, or else you're gonna get stuck in exit onlys. So, um, so yeah, Meerkat was fun, and I'm still like. I still go on there from time to time, but I'm not, like, trying to do it like I was, like, three times a day. It seems like it's been, like, once a week for me for the last, like, few weeks. It might go back and increase. I don't know. It might decrease. Um, it's not really my focus anymore, but it was kind of cool. Like, it's weird because I was trying to... Um, you know, build up to a point where I would get on the leaderboard, and I was really close, and then something with the algorithm stopped, changed with the updates, and it seemed like it was became way slower to build up your points or whatever to get onto the leaderboard, like, right when I was, like, I was literally, like, a few days away from getting on the leaderboard, and then it slowed to a pace of, like, now it's going to take me a few weeks probably of the same you know doing it for three times a day activity you know and I might get on the leaderboard and then how long will I stay because other people are fighting for that bottom spot too there's a hundred people you know so it was discouraging but I kept on going because the leaderboard thing isn't the most important thing it's just something it was like a little goal for me that I thought was fun to try to get to but it didn't matter like I wasn't you know if you get on the leaderboard you might start to get more people into your stuff but when you're at the you know you got to be closer to the top probably to like top 10 or something so it'd take forever for me to get there even if it, the algorithm was the same um but uh you know, so there, is there benefits for being on the leaderboard? Maybe, maybe not. You might get a, you know, only if you're like the top ten, maybe. Um, people might follow you. But, um, you know, so it, it wasn't super important, but at the same time it was like a fun goal for me to try to reach, you know. So I just kind of took it as that. But that didn't discourage me. I, I kept going and stuff. Um, the reason I kind of stopped is what I'm going to get into a little bit more soon here. Um, <clears throat> and I didn't stop 100%. I was just slowed down. So, yeah, I mean, I was doing a lot of uh, cool paintings, watercolor, um, and stuff. And, you know, to be honest, I did get kind of burnt out. Um, I also went through a time where I was kind of hustling to get my new laptop and stuff and just trying to make sure I did all the things because there's just a lot going on and that's another one big reason why I went on hiatus too is because the summer is always like that. It's like the, it's hard to get a lot of stuff done in the summer because, you know, people actually want to get out go outside, you know, do more activities, so those times where I have time, like in the winter or fall or whatever, um, where I can just kind of hang out in my little studio or whatever, 
those times become a lot more sparse. So, you know, I kind of knew that was going to happen. So that's why I was like, well, basically, if I keep doing the podcast, I'm going to, like, on a weekly basis, I'm going to be fighting for the very little time that I have. So that's kind of why I went on hiatus. And then, you know, the art kind of started to slip about a month ago. You know, I I kept it going pretty good, though, for a while. Um, But another thing kind of happened, and I guess this is the main topic that I'm going to get into, is basically through, and and it, it has to do with a lot of different things, but It's something I've been kind of moving towards for a while anyways. Um, And you guys have heard me talk about it. You guys have heard me talk about my faith and stuff. It's It's always there, even though that's not the topic of this podcast. But it's always part of my life and everything I do. Um... But I kind of, uh have been moving more and more towards wanting to be more focused on that than I have been, you know, less focused on trying to make a career out of this stuff. Um, And like I said, more focused on, on the faith aspect of things. And, you know, you guys have heard me say I really want to do like a faith based podcast or something too like where I can just be free to talk about it because you know as much as I feel free to mention it you know on anything I do and I'm not afraid you know to be to talk about it it's not usually the place like this is skate artist podcast isn't you know that's not the focus of this podcast and a lot of you people are not necessarily interested in, you know, the faith aspect of things. Although everybody's been kind, you know, even, like, people who I know are, like, straight-up atheists and stuff have been really awesome, you know. So that's really cool, which is, you know, not common. I mean, atheists hate hate people mentioning their faith usually, you know, and they think they're stupid and <laughs> they think that... uh you know, you know, we just believe in a book blindly, and there's no reason or logic, which is, and we're hypocrites and things like that, which there's truth to that, there is stuff like that that happens, you know, in, within the faith, but there's stuff like that that happens within atheism that probably would, you know, true or whatever atheists would be ashamed of some actions that some people do I mean so you know or any other like religion or or belief system or whatever you know but uh, but to be honest logic and reasoning and science and all that stuff there's absolutely no reason why it has to be um, not a hundred percent within faith as well. Zero reason. The only thing is, you know, when a Christian gets into that stuff, 
we have different views a lot of times because there's certain, in my opinion, there's certain things that we're open to that, you know, most of the world tends not to be open to, which like one example is, you know, creation and design versus, you know, evolution and Big Bang, you know. You know, most scientists or whatever won't even consider that as another option. They just think people who think that are dumb. And, you know, there are people who say a lot of things in ignorance, but there's also people who are very smart, who are just as smart as the other scientists, you know, who say that they're dumb, you know, and they do see evidence for design. It only... In my opinion, it only makes sense, but I'm not a scientist. But still, you know, I think there's, we're not, just because I haven't learned all the information doesn't mean I can't fairly evaluate the world that I live in. Um, <clears throat> so, anyways, that whole thing was just an example of how, you know, people tend to have these judgments and and I'm I'm actually very fortunate you know that you know my friends you guys you know who for the most part are pretty anti church stuff you know <laughs> it seem it seems to be like when I see stuff in your feeds and Facebook and stuff for the most part I I, I almost don't know if I can even think of one person um well there's maybe a couple but it's even that is like I'm not sure there's like I don't I don't even know yeah like there might not even be one person who's like faith based <laughs> who's an artist that I know um, and maybe there is but they don't talk about it you know and it's it's kind of it's not uh it doesn't seem like the art artist community is very friendly to thoughts of god and church and faith and especially christianity christianity is the one that gets the most flack usually um <clears throat> my argument would be because it's actually true <laughs> but you know I know that probably sounds like super arrogant or prideful I don't mean it to be but I mean that is kind of the way I feel though not not out of pride I, I wish people didn't think of it that way but uh, I think there's a lot of help within the true version of Christianity I'm not talking about Catholicism and I'm not trying to you know, put down anybody's religion or anything, but uh, Catholicism is not what I believe. <laughs> and, you know, there's been plenty of bad things that have happened in the past under the name of Christianity, but, I mean, in my opinion, I agree with people who are very angry about those things, you know, because, and maybe even more more angry than, than you guys probably are, because to me, it makes somebody like me who has what I believe to be true faith and tries to do what's right 
Um, it makes people like me look bad. So in some ways, I'm probably even more angry about stuff like that when it happens, you know. The pedophiles and, you know, the crusades and all that fun stuff, you know, that's, you know, pisses me off, you know. And, and it also pisses me off. It pisses me off on the same level as it pisses anybody else off. You know, that that's wrong and really messed up. Like, probably one of the worst things ever. Like, but it also pisses me off on another level that it's like, okay, now when people see my faith, they're going to think of that, you know. And that's not fair because that's not how I live my life, you know. But the other aspect to it is, and sorry I'm getting all religious on this one, but that's what the nature of this one's kind of going to be. Um, but I, I, it all relates to, you know, the art and career and all that. So, um, but the other thing, like, that kind of makes it okay is it's not, it doesn't matter if I look bad, really. I mean, that's not, I don't do this because I want to look good you know I do this because I have faith in God and I want to you know bring glory to God and I want to see good things happen in the world and I want to see forgiveness instead of revenge and anger and love instead of all that stuff as well and truth you know truth there's one thing that you know is part of the Christian faith is that, you know, truth will set you free, you know, and it's true, I believe, very much, um, that has to do with lies, too, you know, and, you know, you can't be, like, lying and being dishonest about things, and, you know, out of trying to look good Christians, maybe they're not even real Christians, but some Christians will almost be dishonest, you know, and this isn't always the case, there's plenty of Christians who have true faith, but those are, you know, just like anything, you know, there's probably plenty of cops who are truly trying to do stuff that helps people and protects people, but the one, you know, certain ones get the bad rap, you know, because they're killing black people, which is ridiculous, you know, and I, I, kind of have a lot less um, empathy for cops because they kind of let this happen, you know, and it happens all the time, it, it's always happened all the time, you know, it's just starting to come to the forefront now, so there's that, but then there's another thing, like, everything is, like, so multifaceted, like, there's, then there's the whole gun control thing, you know, and it's like, you know, these things happen in the world, but, you know, there's a big push to highlight them now more than there was, I think, before, because there's a big push for gun control. And is gun control a good thing or not? I mean, it's a big controversy, but, you know, if some junk goes down in our country and people start to get persecuted, um because the government's taking control in an evil way, or a messed up way, now we're going to be kind of wishing we weren't so big on gun control because we can't fight back, you know? Because that's the point of, of having, you know, being having the freedom to be armed and stuff. 
That's the whole point. The point isn't to, you know, shoot people and kill people. I mean, yeah, there's, like, the defend your home. I don't know. So, anyways, I don't want to get into gun control. Like, I don't even know 100% where I stand on the issue, but I'm kind of afraid. I'm afraid if people have guns, but I'm also kind of afraid if people, good people, don't have guns, you know? So, I don't know. <laughs> but fear, I don't let fear lead me anywhere. I, it's all about faith, you know? And that's something I've been learning a lot, actually, lately. Um, so anyways, how does this all relate to art? (laughs) Well, basically the point is, is I'm going in a direction of faith more now than ever. Um, there's a scripture that says, actually, I wonder... I know I'm going to be there where I need to be soon. I wonder if I should kind of... Maybe I'll pause it here and then um, I'll get into that. um, So that I don't like... Stop in the middle of a thought or anything, you know what I mean? So, um, I'll see you in a sec. So. Oh, let's see. Um... So yeah, just setting my GPS real quick. Um, which I should have done before I press play or record. <laughs> there, so there's a scripture well a bunch of scriptures but basically you may have heard even if you're not into this kind of stuff probably one of the most um, <clears throat> famous portions of Christian scripture is uh the Sermon on the Mount. There's a lot. There's a bunch of famous things, but that's one of the, like, like most famous portions. It's it's about a three verse long, which equates to I don't know ten paragraphs or something like that long um, thing where Jesus is talking um, kind of on a hill or whatever and. It's called the Sermon Sermon on a Mount. I don't know. Maybe it's a mountain. It says mount, but I don't know if that means actually like a mountain or anything. But it might. Maybe it's like the side of a mountain. I haven't quite researched that specific aspect of it. But <clears throat> it's pretty famous. I mean, even like um, people like Gandhi and just a lot of people have referred to this sermon. Um, especially the beginning part where it's like, blessed are these people and blessed are those people who do this and for this is, this and this will happen or whatever. Like, so it's just, it's almost like kind of laying out a big part of the foundation of what we believe as Christians. And what a lot of people really believe really 
Um, even if they're not Christians, there's there's definitely parts in there where it's like, well, I think a lot of us would agree, but there's also parts that are very exclusive to, you know, faith in Christ as well. Um, but anyways, there's one portion that uh, has... I've always thought of, but uh, has come much more into focus lately, and it's the part where he says, um, seek first the kingdom of God, and the rest of these things will be added to you. There's other scriptures, too, that kind of say a similar thing as well, Um, and it's, you know, it's consistent, makes... It, it all kind of works together harmonious, pretty harmoniously, I think. And um, so, <clears throat> basically, the idea is, you know, to not be like like the whole context of it is, you know, don't worry about, you know, your food or, you know, what you're gonna eat, what you're gonna drink, what you're gonna have for cl- on for clothes and stuff, and your basic needs you know, is basically what he's saying, you know, and it says, you know, your father, you know, the father knows that you need these things, and, um, you know, and it says, aren't the flowers, you know, adorned or whatever, and it talks about, like, thinking of the birds of the air, you know, they don't worry for this stuff or whatever, you know, you're not supposed to worry about this stuff so much. I mean, obviously, there's a, you know, you can't just, like, <clears throat> sit on a hill necessarily and expect everything to come to you or something. <laughs> um, but that, you know, it, it it works when you put it within the context of everything in the Bible, um, which is how you're supposed to read the Bible. Um so, um, you know, but the idea is to, you know, not be trusting or, or not worry so much. Like, obviously, you're going to work and do your thing to make money and make the food, you know, make sure you have food on, on the table for your kids and yourself and your wife or husband or whatever, you know, and you're supposed to work, you know, be do honest things for an honest wage and make an honest living type of thing. You know, that's part of Scripture as well. Um, <clears throat> but obviously, it's not always easy, right? You know, and that's where I think the crux of this kind of comes in is, you know, you're kind of living, some people are living check to check, um, and so there's that, which is some, the area where I tend to be in most of the time, barely making rent. And the advice that, or I should say the command, I guess, that Jesus says is, you know, don't worry about that stuff. I know you need that stuff. I'm going to take care of you. You know, have faith. That's where faith comes in. Obviously, do what you got to do, but... You know, don't worry about not having that stuff and, and falling short. You know, do what you can do the best of your ability, but, you know, I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to take care of you. 
Um, <clears throat> so, you know, the reason why, and, and that's what this whole, the context of the scriptures it gets into is, you know, you know, God, Jesus wants us to, um, focus on heavenly things. He wants us to focus on our purpose within his will and within his truth and, and his, the spirit, his, the Holy Spirit and all that. He wants us to focus on what we're supposed to be doing here on this earth, um, for the kingdom of God. <laughs> and this is, you know, if you're not a believer in this kind of stuff, this stuff probably seems a little weird or whatever. But that's what it is, you know. Just, I'll just kind of leave it at that, you know. It's something I could talk a lot more about, but it really, this isn't necessarily the audience for getting deeper into that because, you know, unless you're a Christian, which there's at least one person I know who listens to this who's a Christian. Um, but unless you're a Christian, you're not going to, you're going to be like, it's not interesting. This part isn't really that interesting to you necessarily. I don't know. Maybe it is. But, um, so, but the point is, is he wants us to focus. So there's, there's the seek ye first, the kingdom of God, and the rest of these things will be added. So the other aspect that um, is interesting about that is, you know, don't worry about it if you're, like, having a hard time making ends meet, you know, God will help you, but also, um, and you know what, it's funny because he, whether you believe in him or not, um, it tend, it seems that a lot of people, I mean, are struggling, but a lot of people somehow find a way to make it work every week, you know, and obviously there are people who are poor and who are on the streets too, you know, but somehow they're a lot of times able to survive even in that situation. I'm not saying that's a good situation and you want to stay in that situation, but then there's also a lot of homeless people, you know, have some psychological issues too that are really hard, and, and so there's a lot more to that, you know, but we should, I mean, we should be helping people like that, you know, and unfortunately our country isn't set up that way, you know, sometimes, in some ways they, we do, but in some ways we don't, you know, so, but anyways, there's plenty that could be talked about about that, I, I realize there are harsh realities, I'm not saying that people don't go people aren't in need, I mean, in other countries, they're starving and stuff like that, there's more to that, though, you know, there's not, there, that doesn't mean, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to get too much into that, because I think there is more to discuss on that, but that's not really what I'm trying to discuss here at the moment, um, so, uh, Oh, the other aspect is the people who are making way more than they need, you know, or who are just doing really well, you know. Um, the, uh, that's the other side of this is still you're not supposed to be focusing on the money part of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 
you're supposed to be focusing on doing what you're supposed to be doing, what, what you've been put on this planet here to do, you know, whether the money's good or the money's not good, you know what I mean? Um, and you can see that even if you're not a Christian, I think a lot of us can see that, you know, um, like for instance, Kevin Cross or whatever, you know, he's working, he's working really hard trying to get this comic done, you know, that he has to do to make a living, you know, and get through this contract, but, um, and he does a lot of, you know, when he, when he's done with this, he'll, I'm sure, be doing illustration work or whatever, I know he's gonna try to focus on his comic and stuff, and I hope, I hope all success for him, you know, uh, because I love his comics, <laughs> you know, and I don't know, I just, he's a cool dude, and I think he deserves to do well, you know. I'm going the right spot. <laughs> so, um, and he certainly helped me a lot, you know, and just learning from him. I've learned so much from the way he does things um, and his dedication and stuff like that. I wish I was better at being dedicated like he has been with, you know, the 100 Days of Comics and stuff. Um, so... There's that and a bunch of other things, you know, just technique and all that. So, <clears throat> you know, so he's doing the, uh, you know, trying to get this comic done for work type of stuff. But he's also pushing forward with what I believe is his kind of purpose, you know, um, which is putting out his comic kind of on his vision, you know. And... Um, there's no doubt that he was, I would say, created. He probably would reject the idea of created, I'm sure, but um, there's no doubt that he was created to um, be creative, <laughs> which is what I say is my mantra, you know. That's the way I feel, like a lot of us artists are. You know, we were meant to put things out that make people think, that entertain people, that... that um, share something important, you know, there's all kinds of purposes, um, and, you know, he's doing that, and so, like, he, with Monkey Mod, obviously, he would love to probably make a lot of money, make tons of money, who wouldn't want to make a lot of money from what they're doing, because he made something so awesome, but he obviously doesn't do it for the money, <laughs> you know, because he's not making any money with it, you know, um, and that's the same with a lot of us, you know, and that's the same with me, that's always been the same with me, but at the same time, I've been pushing to make a living doing this kind of stuff, you know, the art, and trying to find a way to make money doing it, you know, I mean, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that's a big part of what this is about, trying to figure out the marketing aspects and, you know, email marketing, you know, websites and YouTube and videos and content and <laughs> trying to figure this thing out, you know, and <laughs> my focus, has, especially with the art stuff, has not really been on God. I mean, the thing is, is my, I believe the same, th I've always believed these same things, but 
it's like it's become more in focus. So the whole thing, seek ye first the kingdom, and all the rest of these things shall be added. Now, you don't seek the kingdom so all the rest of these things can be added. The point Jesus is trying to say is you need to be focusing on what you're meant to do regardless of the money and just know that you know I'm not going to quit my job and just start focusing on art and music and you know wait for the money to come in and, and be irresponsible God wants us to be good stewards of what he's given us you know I'm going to make a transition I can't if I were to do that and then what would happen if, if all of a sudden I can't pay my bills and my wife and I are on the streets? You know, now I'm, in one way, I'm kind of abusing my wife, you know? Obviously, I'm not abusing her by, like, hitting her or something, but it's abusive to not take care of her, you know, because she can't take care of herself. And that's kind of the whole point of marriage, you know? You're supposed to take care of each other, you know? Um, that's a big part of it. So... To not do that would be abusive. It would be neglect, you know. God doesn't want me to do that. That's very clear in Scripture, you know. And I, obviously, I mean, just common sense. Obviously, you know that you're not supposed to do certain things and you are supposed to do other things. You know, I mean, I think, I think that uh, whether you believe in God or not, there's plenty that is just kind of common sense, good and bad, you know. Preferable and non-preferable, if you want to put it that way, um, or something. I don't know, but for me, it's helpful to have the biblical examples and the biblical parables and the biblical teachings, um, and I mean faith <laughs> in God. That to me is. I wouldn't, that's the number one thing in my life, always has been, but, uh, well, shouldn't say always, um, you know, from when I was born to about the age of 14, I was, you know, not a person of faith, I didn't know about that stuff, and really, and, um, and, and what, what Christians say, you know, you become born again and stuff, and I wasn't that, you know, so, um, which that to me is a very real thing, there's a very real transition there, um, of faith and, and God's spirit and everything like that, but, uh, you know, so there was technically a time where I wasn't really, you know, involved in faith in any way, but after that, I always have been, you know, believing these things. But, um, you know, as you get older, as you grow, as you search, you know, the scriptures, you, you search faith, you go to church and do whatever, you know, the things that faith pray and all that stuff, the things that you do with faith, you grow. You know, you become closer to God, you become closer to understanding and, and being more and more the person he created you to be um, and it's it's a good it's a really cool positive growth um, 
although at the same time, you know, some people don't do so well, you know, and I haven't always done so well, that's for sure, but there's a lot of forgiveness, I mean, God is very merciful, merciful and loving, um, and forgiving, um, and then there's also people who are disingenuous, who aren't even real believers, you know, who come in and people, some people try to do it for profit, you know, some whole organizations do it for profit, and, and there's some wicked stuff that happens in the name of Christianity, Jesus, God, um, and that happens in other religions as well, and it happens in everything, it happens in business, it happens in politics, you know, unfortunately, it's sad when that happens, and it's horrible when that happens, it's like the worst thing, hypocrisy, hypocrisy is like the worst thing ever, you know, people doing things in a name of something that, when they're disingenuous, is like one of the worst things ever, um, so that happens, but, you know, when you're truly involved in whatever it is, and you're doing it for the right reasons, it's, uh, it's a good thing, you know, so, um, so the point really of all this is, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and the rest of these things will be added to you. So like I said, I'm not doing this so I can get these things. I've come to a point in my life where I don't think I care anymore, you know, and that's a con another biblical concept is, you know, you you're supposed to die to the flesh, you're supposed to die to those things, you know, the material desires, and, and you know, you're supposed to, that's, that's the jargon we, we have been taught in, in Christianity, is you die to evil desires, you die to all kinds of things, you know, that are not preferable, you know, that God doesn't want, you know, God is holy, and He's perfect, and He wants us to be holy and perfect too. It's unattainable on this earth, but He wants us to try, you know. So, and, and you know, we can get better. We won't be perfect for sure, I'm, you know, in this world. That's the teaching. But we can try to be get as good as we can for God's glory. Um, so... You know, I'm growing. I'm getting closer to understanding things. You know, there's one thing where I you can understand something mentally, but when it, sometimes you have to experience things before you understand it, before you like really understand it. So that's kind of where I'm at with this. I'm I'm getting closer to that where I've always put God first, but you know, in some ways maybe I didn't. You know, and and I'm trying to do better with that and like I said I the whole dying to things like I I've um kind of gotten to a point where you know burnout and stuff and, and sometimes that's the process of God you have to sometimes run at things hard that you want until you realize by experience that you're not quite focused on the right thing, you know, you're not quite in line, so you get kind of burnt out, almost on purpose, like, 
I think there's a scripture that says God like frustrates the plans of the the prideful or something. There's there's a lot of scriptures like that. You know, um, that basically say that or say it in different ways, <clears throat> especially in like Proverbs and and maybe even Psalms. Um, but you know, it's it's kind of a process. It's like it seems frustrating, it seems annoying, but it's like God is letting it be kind of frustrating and annoying because He's trying to get you to a better place where you realize what's really important. You know what I mean? Um, you know, family and trusting in God is probably the most important things that, well, I should say is, you know, loving your neighbor and loving God. That's, that's what Jesus said, the, the, all the commandments, everything that I've said to you at any point in time can be summed up in love God and love your neighbor, which means everybody in the world. <laughs> So that's what we're supposed to be doing. Um, and love is not just happy sunflowers. And, <laughs> you know, there's more, way more to love than just simple. It's not as simple as, as people would say, think. But, you know, basically if you're living your life, think about every little piece of your life, you know, every day, like, what I just did, did I, was that out of love or was that out of something else? Like even disciplining your kids, you know, you obviously have to do some discipline or else your kids are going to burn their hands on the stove or, you know, poop in their pants for the rest of their life. You know, <laughs> you have to do certain things. And if you don't care, if you don't actually love them, you won't discipline them. You know, you, you'll just kind of be like, whatever, I'm going to watch my show or I'm going to go smoke crack or something, you know, because that's what I want to do. I don't want to take care of my kids, and your kids are going to suffer for it. Um, you know, and obviously that's an extreme example, but, you know, love is discipline sometimes. But you got to, you know, obviously it, it always, it's like it can go too far. You know, love isn't beating your kids either, you know. <laughs> so, like there's there's a lot of different aspects love isn't necessarily an obvious thing you have to be have wisdom you know to be able to do it right and it takes a lot of work to to be able to do that more and more you know so anyways the point is that and I know it's really biblical and all Christianity, all that stuff that you probably don't want to hear. But um, this is this podcast is about my journey and with my art and music and stuff like that. And this is a big part of my journey. And especially right now, I mean, my, all the rest of the podcasts won't necessarily be so heavy with this, you know. But, you know, today it's, it's a time for me of... of big change, decision, transition, however you want to call it, I guess. Um, so, you know, I don't know if I got to the point I was going to say, oh, with the, um, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and the rest of these things will be added. Um, it also goes with those who ha do make a lot of money, you know, and stuff like that, like, okay, you can, 
not be making a lot of money and struggling and you know but you still have to trust God you know and you still have to be doing what you're supposed to be doing like it's just like the 100 days of comics you know let me still even though I have all these other responsibilities let me put 30 minutes a day at least make sure I do my 30 minutes a day on what I'm supposed to be doing or what is my passion what is at the core of what who I am you know let me spend 30 minutes a day and so at least you're doing what you're supposed to be doing a little bit every day you know in my opinion God is pleased with that you know and not only that but it makes you happy it helps you to be more I feel like of a centered person or more of a balanced person like if I know I've done my 30 minutes of what I'm supposed to be doing, what my purpose is today, the rest of the day is like, okay, you know, I got a lot of other stuff. Maybe I can go and do a little more, but at least I was putting forth, I was moving forward in what I'm, is, you know, my purpose in life or whatever, you know. So I keep getting away from this thing, but I wanted to say, like, that, uh, you know, you're, you know, even if you're making a ton of money, the point is, you know, it says this is all part of that same, you know, paragraphs or whatever that I was telling you about. Um, no one can seek, no one can serve two masters. You can't serve God and money. It's either you love one and hate the other or you despise one and and love the other you know it it's you can you either love money and that's all you're about or you love god and that's what you're all about you know and you can't serve both so i mean it's very practical whether you're a christian or not you know if you if you kind of replace god with purpose you know which i don't recommend <laughs> To me, it's all, it's all intertwined, you know, that whole thing is intertwined, but, you know, I know a lot of you guys aren't Christians or whatever, so it still kind of works, is what I'm saying. Um, if you are, the, the example is, basically, if you're a guy out there, like the example of people doing comics so they can make a movie and make money, you know instead of doing comics for comics sake, you know, that's like a really good example of, of what I mean, you know, with that, you know, are you doing it because you love it, or are you doing it to make a buck, if you're doing it to make a buck, you know, you're, you're probably, you might have success, you might not, but a lot of times, you really might not, you know, it's, it's those passion projects, you know, when, you know, Kevin Smith goes and does Clerks, you know, that when he put everything into it, he didn't care about money, you know, I mean, obviously he probably wanted to make a lot of money, sure, there's going to be the desire, but that's not your main desire, you just want to make something cool, it's obvious when you see Clerks, you know, he just wanted to make something really cool, and he kind of had faith that the money would come, you know, money is supposed to be dealt with as faith even if you don't believe in God or anything 
even business people, they talk about this. It's, it's, um, you have, and they say you have to have faith in yourself or whatever, or you have to have faith that, like, you can't be cold hard right on money or people will see through that and people will not want to be involved. We're all human, you know, and we respond to human things, you know. And something that's very human is faith. Whether it's in God or whether it's in yourself, it still works. The, the, um, the uh, principles of faith work whether you believe in God or not, in my opinion, to a certain degree. <laughs> because, and this is the crux of it for me as a Christian, is God is in control. He's 100% in control. And that's a t- that's, there's a lot to that too, you know what I mean? And, I mean, I don't want to get into crazy theological things, but just because you might have something to challenge the Christian faith as, oh, God's in control, oh, how come people die, and, and how come bad things happen to good people and stuff. Okay, like, <laughs> I can't answer every question in one podcast, and I don't have all the answers, but um, I will say that, you know, because I keep, in my head, I, I hear all these, like, reactions that people might have. Um, I can't help it. But, uh, you know, there are answers. That, and there are things that I could talk about with that stuff, too. You know, and there are maybe some, some perspectives you might not be considering. Um, but people, they want to just say something to prove it's wrong, you know, and, and move on. They don't want to look into it. Um, and that goes for everything. It's the same thing with Christians towards atheism. They don't want to believe that there's anything good in atheism, you know, or whatever it is. You know, it's it's the way we are. That's the way we are as humans, you know. Um, and I try not to be that way. I try to be very self-aware. I try to be very fair. Um, but I'm not perfect either. And I do lean towards Christianity because it's what makes sense to me. And it's what I feel is true, and I feel like there's a spiritual aspect where God has kind of um, confirmed those things in my heart as well. Um, so that's that's where I'm at, you know, with it. But that doesn't mean I can't be fair to other people as well. Um, so there's all that. <laughs> So, I, I don't know. I hope you guys got something from this. I hope you guys don't think I'm preaching at you. I'm not trying to. Um, but, you know, that's where I'm coming from. That's where I'm going. Um, and, the, and the big point of this, too, is that... I'm trying to think of the best way while I'm talking to you guys, the best way to go about what I'm doing. Um, I think I'm going to go this way. <laughs> um, the point is that I'm going to be more focused on, like, ministry type of version of my, what I do, you know. Um, <clears throat> I just, I'm not, like I said, I in some ways I've kind of died to the desire to try to make it happen, you know, with art and music, 
I can still do that without pushing it in that way, you know. I think that I've always been focused on God, but there's a kind of a release now in my the way I think and the way I'm feeling and my heart. Um, where my will has changed a little bit, you know. My desires have changed a little bit. I'm more interested in being what God wants me to be just for the sake of that. Um, I'm more interested in furthering His kingdom. I'm more interested in helping people. Um, And I was interested in that already, but the worries of money have been getting in the way. And I'm not going to... not going to be worrying about that anymore as much, you know, um, there's, a, maybe even it's a subtle shift, but it seems like a very big thing to me, um, so, you know, oh, excuse me, yeah, <laughs> right. Um, so, I mean, you're going to probably hear more ministry-style things from me or see more ministry-style things, um, when it comes to my art, um, because I want to be effective for what I believe to be true in the world and what I believe in as far as God and And, um, you know, I want people to see how awesome he is and how cool, you know, that aspect of life is. And, I mean, to me, it's all in all, you know, it's not like an aspect of life. It's, it is life. It always has been, but, like, I'm just, like, moving more, more closer to that in my devotion. And I've been moving towards that for a while. Um, and I think it's... I, I finally feel free to kind of express that more. I think is a big part of it. And um, so I will be, you know. And I, I'm not trying to get under people's skin. But if that's what happens, that's what happens. And I'm okay with that because I just don't... I care less about myself, I guess, you know, which means I'm being more selfless, (laughs) which I think is a good thing, you know, I mean, it doesn't mean I'm, I'm voiding my personality, I'm not voiding, you know, the art or anything like that, in fact, it'll impact that and make that probably more, because I'll be doing what's at my core with more vigor, you know, with more, um, just passion because I'm not thinking about the money part of it, you know, um, I'll just be making something really cool that I really enjoy for, and trying to make it as cool as possible, you know, for the sake of it, you know, for the sake of that piece of creation, that piece of art, that podcast, that YouTube video, whatever it is that I do. And I'm also more open to seeing God's direction of where he wants me to go with it, which is something I was always open to, and I 
but I, um, you know, have sometimes rushed in um, a little less um, prayerfully. And I mean, God has given us a brain. You know, we have a brain. We have that. I feel, you know, we have responsibility to be a steward of our talents and different things that we have. And I feel like, you know, it's not like I have to, like, wait on a mountaintop and wait for the, you know, God to speak exactly what I need to do. It's not like that. That's not kind of really how it works. It's just like the whole idea of the muse, you know, that people say. It's being a little more open to that in my life which, in my opinion, is God's inspiration, God's guidance, things like that. So, um, <clears throat> that's really where I'm at. And, and um, you know, art and music is even not the 100% point. Like, I, I think I'm going to be doing some things where I'm just talking, you know. And I think I'm going to have a new YouTube channel. I'm going to keep you know, Marsh Makes Art, the website going, um, I'm gonna keep this podcast going, but to be honest, before I hit record, or a little bit, you know, I don't know, before today, I should say, I was pretty much gonna make this the last pod, Escape Artist podcast, but then I was thinking about it today, you know, right before I hit record, and I'm like, you know what, I think... I'm going to keep it going, but it's not going to be a weekly thing. Um, it's just going to be a whenever I do it thing. And, you know, I'm not worried about, you know, trying to make this into a thing that makes me a living, you know. So I can do it whenever I want, put the notification out there, let people know you know, on social media so they can watch it or read it. I mean, listen to it, I mean. Put it on YouTube, whatever. And I don't have to have that pressure of, you know, you got to get it out every week on time and this and that. But that doesn't mean that those kind of things won't be there as well, like having those pressure things. But this, you know, it puts things in priority. It puts things in perspective. Um, This is not necessarily, and who knows, maybe it'll become a weekly thing, maybe I'll feel like, maybe I'll come to the realization that this is a big part of what I need to be doing, um, but for now, I'm, I'm kind of letting everything be whatever it becomes until I get further guidance, until I, I, because that's the thing, like, okay, I always have a hard time focusing, right, like, so, you know, if I'm focusing on God, if I'm focusing on the core of who I am and what he created me to be, then, and not trying to make a living and not trying to do this and that and, and trying to make sure I'm up on every single minute piece of social media, and, you know, if I'm getting some guidance you know, I don't have to worry about all the, those crazy little things until I get get a little bit of guidance, and then, you know, I can be focused 
I think my focus could be more strong if um, I'm more in touch with his guidance and, and the core of who he created me to be. Um, my purpose is what maybe you guys would say, you know. And the fact that I don't have to worry about trying to make money with it, although, you know, those things will be out there, you know, yeah, I'll sell prints, I'll go to conventions or whatever and, and try to sell stuff. But I I won't care about the money part, and, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll do better, maybe I won't. Maybe it'll just be like a fun hobby that I'm still doing God's purpose because that's what he put there. You know, if he wants to make it bigger, I'm game for that. But that's the thing. If things get bigger, if it gets to the point where you're making a lot of money, it's like that's what happens. Like, okay, all of a sudden people start to have success. Now it's going to start going to their head. And now, you know, they're going to start thinking about, okay, the money aspect. And they're going to start to more and more want that money. And that's the principle. You know, when you get something you want, what do you want after that? what happens a lot of times people just want more of whatever that is you know if they get like a fast motorcycle or something and that's what they've been wanting forever you know they're happy with it for a little while but eventually they're like I want something new something shiny I want an even faster motorcycle or I want you know a nicer bike or whatever you know (laughs) so and it just always just keeps going bigger and bigger that's kind of the nature of money you know, that's the nature of material gain. Um, but obviously, though, material gain is not the be-all and end-all. There's no real substance to that, you know. There's, to me, those are like the cherry on top, the icing on the cake, you know. And that's what they should be, you know, for everybody, I think. Whether you're believing God or not, you know, people who live life by purpose and not for the money are the ones who tend to be more successful when it comes to like like if they found success in something if they all of a sudden start just only focusing on the money aspect of it then a lot of times they lose they start it just starts to feel cold it doesn't feel the same as it did when they first started kind of like maybe Disney or something, you know, it it was really cool when it started, but, you know, now it's just like, oh, you know, there's like the vault, and like, is there really heartbeat behind some of the stuff that the company puts out now, you know, I don't know, you know, you can evaluate that for yourself, but, you know, there's certain things like that, you know, it's like, are they just making stuff so they have to make money, or are they making, you know, certain questions start to come in, but sometimes there's some people who do things and they just stay stick to the purpose of what they believe like whatever it is their messages that they've been trying to put forth you know sometimes it's like a political thing or whatever and those that true like as humans we kind of can detect that you know when people are being authentic so it's like as you increase and you get better you know you start to actually make money with something it's still the same if you start focusing on just the money you know people are going to see through that 
and you might fall or you might fail or you might not. But you're going to start to become propped up on things that aren't important unless you keep focused on the things that are important. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, I'm not... I hope I'm getting across what I mean. I feel like if I had some better examples or if I could think of better examples at the moment, it would make more sense, but... I hope you get what I mean. Um, that's pretty much it for the podcast today. Um, um, that's where I'm at, guys. Uh, and, you know, within my feeds, the things that, you know, my Facebook and Twitter and all that, whatever, like, you're going to probably see more of the Christian stuff. You know, you're going to see... Um, you're you're going to see stuff that you know, is maybe not necessarily something you're into, and that's okay, you know, oh man, there's like this accident over here, I hope everybody's okay, um, but, you know, you're gonna start to see some of that stuff from me, and it's okay if you don't like it, you know, and if you end up unsubscribing from things, that's okay too, (laughs) Um, maybe even in this podcast there might be more of that kind of content, but, you know, it's, it's all about the art too, and I, I enjoy having this time to talk to you guys and, and figure this stuff out with you, you know, and so, yeah, that's where I'm at, guys, and, you know, it's all about that stuff. <laughs> so, I mean, in my opinion, God exists. He's real. He's true. And I think that he has a plan for all of us. I think he has a plan for your life as well. And, you know, if you want to explore that, I'd say check out the Bible. <laughs> my uh, first book I ever read in the Bible was John, the Gospel of John and I don't know, everybody's probably different, but for me that was very impactful and that's the one that got me on this path, you know. So I definitely would recommend checking out the Gospel of John if you happen to be interested at all in any of this stuff. Um, But I do believe that he has a purpose for all of our lives. I think he's awesome. (laughs) I would invite you to go check into some of that and yeah so anyways thank you for listening you guys rock Um, thank you for sticking with me all this time hopefully you endured through this even if you're not into that kind of stuff and um, you know there will be more to come not sure when I'm not making any promises Um, and that's it guys hope you have an awesome week And I'll talk to you on the next Escape Artist Podcast. Later. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.